0: to another Keel Hall podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of sea news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know. I did. This week, I had a special guest join me this week. Um, I know that I have a lot of guests, but there's a lot of people out there that are community members and much like many of the other uh, folks that I brought on, a lot of them do happen to stream and they do happen to have a really awesome community that I think deserves some spotlight, especially during this time when a lot of people are having to sit around and uh, you know stay at home. So I figured bring another community member in, get them to talk about some of the Stuff that they've done in game that's been recognized by Rare, and to kind of open their community up to you in case you hadn't actually heard about them. So, without further ado, I present Wrath. You've been streaming for a long time, but I I don't think I found out about you until at least a while in. Definitely not at the start. But how long have you actually been playing the game?
1: Uh, I actually started streaming when Sea of Thieves released, oh, really? like maybe a week before. Yeah, yeah, so oh, nice. it's been two years. I just had my second year anniversary right before CFT's had the second an- anniversary. Oh, cool, that's um, awesome. Yes, yes. So I, honestly, it's been so much going on and uh, I still feel like a new streamer. I feel like I just started like a few months ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been so much. Yeah, but it's fun though. So much fun.
0: Yeah, and and you've got a, a real a real awesome community too, and you're you're in with a, a bunch of different streamers who are are just so they're such good people. I, I really love uh, mm. like you and Foxdie and uh, Ron and, and oh, I can't even think of Nam Cake and just all the all the folks that I've seen you stream with and stuff. So, but you you generally yeah. have a a pretty set crew when you are streaming, right?
1: Uh, it's uh, up and down, because it really depends what other people are doing as well, because everybody have their plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I, th- I think it's really important to also focus on... Uh, it's so many people that do want to play, yeah. especially now, these days, so much has happened, and then there are a lot of requests of people wanting to join the crew... So I think it's really important to, like, have set people that you usually crew with because that kind of puts you down to earth and you can relax a little bit. Yeah. But I think it's very important not to be stuck up on or stuck with one crew because it's so often if they're busy or you got something else to do and you're just going to have to wait for them to get online and then or sail around until they get online. hmm. So I think it's really important to have, like, um, a lot of people to sail with now and then or ask if people want to play with you so you can always have, like, some people to sail with. Uh, And it also helps interacting and finding new crew members to sail with. It's a bit up and down, but having, like, some main people to sail with, I think that's really healthy to, like, have calmer da- days so and not stress yourself out. I guess. Yeah. I have burned myself on that sometimes.
0: So I wanna, I wanna ask a little bit about that too, because y- you've been streaming for two years, and I, I hmm. I'm sure you probably have played other games. But most of the time, when I see you streaming, you're always streaming Sea of Thieves. So how do you, how do you yes. kind of <laughs> deal with, uh, with, with playing a game full time? and uh and, and not getting completely burnt out on it
1: i actually have a loads of question about that it's just i actually before i started streaming i was so into guild wars 2 and destiny 2 that was like i was really addicted to those games but then i burnt out on it yeah because they were lacking content lacking things to do so i just i couldn't play it anymore and then so that was the Leviathan raid in Destiny Two. Mm-hmm. That's when I stopped when the second raid ca- came out. So that's like years, yeah. couple of years before Sea of Thieves came out, and I struggled finding a game to get into. Like, you know, when you're addicted to a game, you can just get on, get up, you want to play, and just play all day. I, I like I miss that feeling.
2: Yeah.
1: Um for a long time in search for a game. Then Sea of Thieves, I hear about Sea of Thieves right before their release, and some friends of me tell, hey, maybe you're interested in this game. And it honestly, the trailer and stuff didn't appeal to me that much. It was, uh, I guess it was the characters. Mm-hmm. I don't know, You, every people have their own like um, view or visual like that interests you in certain things. Totally. But then the ocean, when I saw the ocean, I'm like, <laughs> okay, I gotta try this game out. <laughs> uh, and then I jumped into it, and I have never been so addicted to a game before. <laughs> I don't know why, it's like, I play this game for two years now since release, almost every freaking day, yeah. and uh, it's like six to eight hours a day, but the thing is, I think it's so important, because. There's a lot of people that struggle keeping playing the game or losing the interest. And I feel like uh, people focus on the wrong thing sometimes in the game when they get tired of things, because they keep chasing that one thing in game, Mm -hmm. either it being commendations or only PvP or only PvE. There are so many people that are like, oh, you're a pve -er. Oh, you're a PvPer. It's like... Don't focus on one sole thing. Mm-hmm. When you're tired, when you're burnt out, when you just want to chill, then do okay. Do fishing. Do tall tales. Uh, do something that is not like it's like a mango. Of course, you never know what's gonna happen through the day because <laughs> ships will attack you. <laughs> but like, did the, the main goal um, change that? Comparing to your energy. And when I'm, like, tired of uh, the more relaxing things, like oh, even sometimes just digging, hoarding, mm-hmm. then throw yourself out into PvP, uh, switch things up, like hunt people for their treasure instead. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it really depends what you focus on.
0: That's cool. Yeah. What your goal is. I think that's one of the things that really, really lends itself well to Sea Thieves is being able to decide at any point either... At the start of the game, or halfway through it, or towards the end, just switching up what you're doing and, and giving yourself that variety without feeling like you you have to commit to anything in particular. You can have a little bit of everything and and really enjoy it. Yeah. But you, aside from just kind of voyages and working on reputation and helping the community uh, get commendations done, you like to kind of play a little bit of sea of science with stuff. You, you definitely. <laughs> You have some fun with some know. stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that became a thing. Uh I've seen a lot of people like call me youth scientist and stuff like that. It's <laughs> just I'm just so interested in gold. Like gold. Mm-hmm. Um they call me greedy, gold hoarder, everything. <laughs> but it's like it started with me just figuring out what can you earn the most, like how can you earn the most within shortest amount of time or how much like time you put into it. Yeah. So that's just how I started. People people discussing, so many people discussing no rates is what you earn the most of, no cargo, no animals. So yeah. then we just decided, all right, Sea of Science, let's go. So we started just do all this science things and then it became like bug sciencing, like figuring how to like kinda of trigger things so we mm. also could report it and get a fix on it. It's like all kinds, but I guess mostly gold science.
0: <laughs> so I'm I'm curious.
1: Like my gold.
0: You you talk about gold and I know you have a lot of gold how much gold do you have right now? Uh I
1: think 71,
0: 71 million. million gold which yeah. <laughs> is, is, <laughs> let's let's see i think there was a time where you you had actually done a stream where you hadn't actually purchased anything and you wanted to hit i think it was 25 million and mm, yeah you wanted to buy all the cosmetics in the game and if i recall it took around two three hours to buy everything just the process
1: yeah, it took a long time. <laughs> it was fun though; it was chill cause, like, yeah,
0: you're just sitting in front of the vendor all day. So, yeah. <laughs> but after that, I think I think you had said something. It it had taken I want to say 13 million of your gold.
1: Yeah, uh, I think so. I wanna, around there,
0: I think it was around 13 million that took to buy all the items that you could in the game, and I I want to say mm. that was. Last year, it was definitely after Tall Tales, like around June mm. or July, maybe. I can't quite yeah. remember. But now you're back up to 71 million. And when's, when's the, the next splurge, when's the next shopping spree?
1: Oh, I, <laughs> I buy everything all the time now. Oh. As soon as something new comes out, uh, yeah, I bought everything in-game. The only <laughs> cosmetics I don't have is a fair code,
2: Oh. Capstan,
1: the Obsidian Capstan, and then uh, old, like far back in the days when they had, um, you couldn't farm doubloons, but they released uh, uh, cosmetics for uh, Duke's shop, mm-hmm. uh, which you could buy monthly. But then I wanted the most doubloons because you couldn't farm it. So the only way you could actually earn doubloons was doing all your commendations. Mm-hmm. Uh but, and I, of course, I'm greedy, so I kept my doubloons, never thinking about, <laughs> all right, you can't really get these cosmetics later on, or maybe they will possibly, I don't know. Uh, so I do regret that part now, because it took me a year to farm, uh I don't remember, I had thousand doubloons or something, maybe more, five, I don't remember how much. Yeah. A whole year, and then they re- uh, release a uh, Reaper's chest and... It took one day, and then several people had like three times more doubloons than yep. what I've been farming for a whole freaking year. Yeah. So that's regrettable. So buy stuff.
0: <laughs> so um, I wanted to to kind of uh, bring you on for for Sea of Thieves, but to to dive a little bit more into personal you. You've you've um, obviously you've got a really awesome accent. So I wanted to dive a little bit into where you're from. <laughs> And like how you grew up with gaming. So how did how did Kaida get into gaming? How did Kaida grow up, and, and what was it like where you're living?
1: Uh, well, where I'm living, I still live at my parents' house. Believe it or not, twenty six years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because of some personal reasons, like health issues and so on. Yeah. But then again um you can always grow stronger from it i guess you can say Mm -hmm. because it gives you if one door closes then yeah it's cheesy to say but another one opens if you always focus on negative things which you can't do you're never gonna you never gonna be able to do anything because it's just gonna stop you yeah uh and and that's also because of my health situation then that's how i got into uh, gaming internet Mm um because i think internet is a common place where people come together when they struggle with uh real life stuff or like social interactions or whatever it's true it's a place where people come together and then they also feel more free to talk about things it's true Uh, yeah yeah so game uh, gaming is a what is it called Uh, A gathering zone for people that uh, just can feel like a normal person, I guess, and just enjoy the life when they not necessarily can enjoy it as much as like home, real life, kind of.
0: Yeah. So yeah,
1: that's how I got into it.
0: And I see that a lot. That's one of the few things that I think I really love about, for example, special effect. not mm. everyone gets to play games not everyone gets to have that that joy of of being a part of a community and, and regardless of mm. what your life is like uh you yeah. know, having having more people in it can really make a difference in in improving how you feel from day to day um yeah so definitely did you start pretty young with gaming or was that kind of a more recent thing
1: Yeah, it started with uh, Halo Reach, actually, when my uh, brothers had Xbox consoles, uh, the 360, yeah. and (laughs) uh, Well, I kind of always had to sneak on their accounts when they weren't home, (laughs) and (laughs) then I could play some. (laughs) Uh, That's how I actually got into gaming. Actually, no, it was Nintendo 64. Just kidding, with Diddy Kong Racing and Smash Bros, all these things. Yeah, but and then yeah, uh, Xbox came out with uh, yeah 360 with my brother, so <laughs> I snap up onto those games. <laughs> oh,
0: that's yeah. too funny. That's awesome though. But it, I
1: don't even know how old.
0: That's a good question.
1: I was, I was a kid, Eight? Seven, eight, probably.
0: Oh wow. Well, that's that's about the time that's, that I started yeah. gaming. So that that tracks pretty pretty well. I think that's about the the age mm. that most kids usually if they see a game they'll want to play it and kind of jump in from there so do you still do you still want to play like diddy kong from time to time or is that just kind of a bygone yes
1: my brothers have a nintendo 360 uh uh, nintendo 64 and ah it's so annoying (laughs) because i have to go over there but yeah i do enjoy it it's more for memory's sake though yeah uh so yeah it's a lot of
0: fun that's awesome. But now you have your own system, you're you're playing playing games without them. Yes. And you've built up this big community that you have on Discord that you've you've kind of been the the head of and you're just kind of helping other people find ways to play with each other as well. Um, mm. so kind of covering that, uh, getting back to Sea of Thieves. One of the reasons why a lot of people love watching your content is because of the the fun things that you do in Sea of Thieves. You actually have your Easter egg, and I was talking with Foxtie uh, early yeah. on about killing an entire fort with snakes, and that in itself is a pretty amazing achievement. But that's just that's like the the, the bare bones beginning. And can you tell me uh, what it was like? with two two different things and I and I it's funny because I kind of feel like the gold hoarder is now like your new uh your your (laughs) the gold hoarder is like your new kind of um control group for sea of science when you when you want to kill something and yes you've had two events uh actually no you've had three events with the gold hoarder the first one was gunpowder barrels the second one was snakes uh, which was most recent
1: no fire bombs.
0: How did the fire, fire bombs? bombs first. Oh, fire bombs was before the snakes.
1: Yes. Oh, and then snakes just now recently.
0: Okay, so. I'm, I have a pretty good feeling that you guys were able to, to get enough barrels down to the gold hoarder to, to kill him, if I recall correctly. Oh, yeah. I that was tough.
1: <laughs>
0: if, if anyone listens to me, they know I, it's, it's like spike traps are my, my uh, biggest nemesis when it comes to the tall tales. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious, how many blunder bombs did it actually take to kill the gold hoarder?
1: Oh, uh, the thing is, we gathered 600, mm-hmm. uh, but of course, in this update, as many have uh, seen, there have been some bugs going on, and Xbox uh, Live servers have some problems with oh, the servers. Yeah. Uh, so I got groombeard, because I left <gasps> uh, just be- just before we were going to go to the gold order. We had 600 uh, blunderbuns farmed for five hours, oh, and then I leave yeah. to let my friends sell some fish. And then I could never get back in again. I got Groombeard. And then they my team continued though, Sophie and Banks. Yeah. Uh, they go for the gold hoarder, and then there's there was this tall tale bug, which is fixed now. They did a hot fix, uh, so you when you're in the gold hoarder boss, you if you die, you get sent to the new tall tale uh, area. <laughs> so Banks got sent to the tall tale area. So Sophie freaking soloed the gold hoarder boss with blunderbums and she oh, used wow. half like three hundred blunderbombs. Yes.
0: Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: She a lot the whole freaking time.
0: Man, that's awesome. That's amazing. That's, it, yeah. it's, <laughs> I can't even believe that that was, that that was. So how did the snakes go then? It, were you guys, did you have better luck getting all the snakes down to the gold hoarder?
1: Uh, that's probably some that took the longest time because they spit on you. So you have to con- con- all the time play music mm. and, uh, yeah make sure the worst part is when you actually drop it inside the jumping area because when you drop it off you can't pick it down again pick Mm, it up
2: again yeah
1: because it's in the spikes uh so and it's just a lot of time consuming so if you don't have the time for it you have to like expect uh several more hours than you're actually expecting yeah uh, because you never know what actually Yeah, how tough it! How, <laughs> tough how it's it gonna really turn is. out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, it was so scary with the gold hoarder boss because uh, they basically shoot the snakes, and one pellet from the blondie, uh yeah. would take a snake down.
0: Oh man! So, yeah. Were you guys able to it get went him down, down eventually? Oh, it did. Yes.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yes, yes, yes.
0: That's so cool. So, uh, like, barring any new, um, like, different. Weapons in the game? Do you expect that you're gonna gonna take whatever new weapon comes to the game and try and go and kill the gold hoarder again?
1: Um, or is it if it's like I, I guess it um, depending because if it's like a new weapon, mm-hmm.
0: uh, like say say they I mean, bring I'm not sure about say they bring like boarding axes to the game? Are you gonna go down and see how long <laughs> it takes? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I want those axes so bad, you have no idea. <laughs> um, well, I don't know, depending really, because it's all about just uh, time killing the boss itself. Mm-hmm. But I think if it's more challenging of bringing something over, yeah. I think that brings a challenge part to the game, because then it's a possibility of not being able to do it. Mm. But if it's like just bringing a weapon over, you know, you're gonna eventually do it, but then it would be more science about How many slices, how many attacks of that weapon would it take to actually put it down? Yeah. Then yes uh, I would do that, but or else it's more like you will do it because you you just spawn back in again You see what I mean? Yep. You you can't really die, True. die.
0: so speaking of weapons um to kind of lead into some of the news that we got this week uh if if people log in um before march 23rd which is tomorrow so I'm, I'm really hoping people get on it if they haven't they get this gold x marks the spot i have reach and all they have to do is just log on to the game and you'll you'll be able to get this uh second anniversary i have reach have you have you taken a look at this and if so what do you think of it
1: oh i think it's really cool and i think a lot of people don't really realize how much you actually wanted before it goes away again because mm-hmm. the first sniper the first launch crew sniper uh i had so many questions after because it's like people cosmetics comes out and then um People think, ah, it's it's okay, it's cool. Some people really like it. Some people are more, like, on the dislike side. But as soon as you can't get it anymore, then people <laughs> want it because it's rare. So, logging, <laughs> get that sniper, even if you're going to use it or not. But eventually, you might actually love it. And I like it. It's really cool.
0: It's so beautiful. It's so shiny. I just... i. Yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time cuz I I I religiously use my launch crew I have reach just because of how unique it is and I saw this one and it might replace my launch crew I <laughs> have reach. It's so pretty. Um so how do you feel uh combat wise about the the actual scope cuz I I know I'm pretty sure I remember seeing you using the uh, Cursed Heart. No, what is it? the The red one, the Reaper's?
1: Uh, Re- uh, Reaper's Heart. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. I, I remember seeing you with the, with the red scope. So do you like it when they do mm. the different color? Does that kind of hurt like when you're actually fighting? Like how does that impact your, your day-to-day?
1: Well it does impact the gameplay a little bit because if it's a darker shade I think no matter what color if it's a darker shade then for example in storms mm-hmm. uh in fog underwater or night times it becomes darker with the view and sometimes you might not see anything like further out if someone's in the water far away and you can see them and then you scope in and you don't see them anymore so then you have to quick scope and just guess where they are yeah uh so it does affect in slightly but I still use it it's my favorite weapon yeah uh so you just have to more predict if it's like these dark areas but I feel like I ran I rarely think about it I actually only think about when people bring it up because
0: you get yeah. kind of used to it you as you
1: predict more
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah you get used to it but of course it could have been maybe a little lighter i guess a little <laughs> brighter i do not know. sure <laughs> hey
0: rare listens they listen to the community so it's definitely plausible um yes so with with the the reaper's heart the reason we got those was because of this update and with this update into the heart of fire we, oh man, I I was talking with Falcor. I'm still I'm still gabbing to Falcor about all the lore and all this stuff. We're still working out theories and stuff. And uh, God, I, I can't even talk about the insiders. But man, if 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 ever there was a time for people to jump on insiders it's easy to sign up. It's easy to jump in, but oh man, there's some cool stuff in there and that's all I'm going to say, but Holy cow. It's awesome. I can't wait for that stuff. Um, but I I don't, I don't want to tease into that. I want to talk about your experience with into the heart of fire because it's, it's so much fun. I love it. But what, what was your, cause I don't think you tend to spoil yourself with this stuff if I'm, if I'm right. Right.
1: Uh, I have done now all Heart of Fire. Mm-hmm. I've I waited a couple of days first, uh, so people could uh, do it themselves. Because I know not everybody wants to spoil right away. Mm, yeah. Um, I love it though. The thing, my actually one of the favorite parts of Sea of Thieves is Told Tales, the lore. Because it just you just want more of it. I can't <laughs> just you just want more. <laughs> it's
0: so true. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But they have gotten so good with the animations and uh, like how much how much how much are we allowed to spoil for people when it comes
0: to Toll Tales? Should I just talk about it? Yeah, go for it. I've already gabbed. If people are listening to this and they and they haven't listened to the Falcor episode, then that, that's on. That's it's been long enough. We we I want to talk about what you think about Heart of Flame. So dive right. dive into right. as much as you want. All
1: right. Because the sounds effects, the oh, the animation, yeah. how Jim is getting part of the curse, I guess, or cursed. Mm-hmm. Um so we know something is gonna happen to him. Potentially he might be a future boss because yeah, he is turning, transforming. Yeah. And like the just the, the voiceovers, oh, and the people even realize the mass Ranger mm-hmm. is in that tall tale. <laughs> It is just the emotional parts and aspects and energy of it is just so good. Yeah. And the fire and everything. I just want more. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Me too. I've been I've been absolutely loving this this tall tale. It's definitely a a little bit of a combination uh, from all the different tall tales that we've had in the past that really Mm. really make it fun uh i i absolutely Mm. love like hopping around and avoiding traps and, and trying to fight off skellies so you can raise one of the anchors to a door and yeah man the 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 Stitcher Jim stuff was absolutely amazing. I had such a good time mm. uh, working with Falcor to decipher the the ruins on the door and on the on the actual chest and stuff. So with that, um, the 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 heart of fire, the tall tale that we got, we pretty much saw Stitcher Jim reach into the fire of the chest and get burned. It's it seems very apparent that he's going to become. The the new Ashen Lord, uh, but the, yeah. the thing that I wanted to to ask is we we got a new curse with this that kind of suggests that we are are cursed by this chest as well too. Are you do you have any any concerns uh, about? <laughs> I
1: haven't I haven't thought about that actually, uh, but I mean you do shine up like a glow stick in the water when you use it. <laughs> but I haven't really. That's true though. And as like when you also do the gold hoarder, uh, you do get part of the curse too. Yeah. Um.
0: How do you feel about us? I
1: haven't thought about that. We
0: we've we've essentially been giving the mass stranger everything that she needs to do this. Uh, how, how do you like? Do you have any kind of moral struggles with that, or are you are you totally in with with whatever no. she's
1: doing? <laughs> I just want my gold. <laughs> i just want my golden aldo slave play hard later it's fine
0: <laughs> you're not worried you're like i'm i'm the best pirate i'm not even worried about this i just want the money the moolah
1: I d- <laughs> definitely not the best pirate but i am just diving in for that gold.
0: that's uh <laughs> oh, yes that's too funny are you are you pretty happy with uh have you got to mess around with like the the thieves haven athena stuff yet like how do you feel about that
1: Oh, the new cosmetics. No, wait. What? Sorry, what? The
0: the so we got that new uh, a thieves' haven Athena voyage for for oh yeah the new stuff there. Have ah, you there we go. Have you <laughs> grinded that all out and stuff as well?
1: No. Uh, so there are different rarity when it comes to the uh, loot. So villainous goals are more rare, but mm. we have like calculated that you get average one villainous per voyage, but the loot is rng like uh, it's um sometimes you get one day when you play you get loads of villainous goals and then another day you play you get no villainous goals but you get a lot of uh, the eggs for example yeah so it's still like a different percentage of how you get the loot for example you can also dig up an athena chest i did that once oh wow um yeah yeah yeah. that's crazy i hadn't heard yeah (laughs) And uh, we got shocked when we dug it up because people were like oh chat was like oh yeah we should definitely just have athenas dig up on this like have just a rarity of it and then we dig it up and we we're like yeah you know what they already <laughs> thought about that <laughs> you're far behind
0: oh that's awesome yeah so uh how do you feel about these each voyage costing 50 doubloons i know you've got a lot but good you're you're happy with uh good being able yeah, to that yeah the thing is
1: Yes, I know a lot of people think I'm very greedy and I just want as much as gold as possible. (laughs) It is true to a certain point because I have been a little worried about inflation in game Mm -hmm. uh, because a lot of people like and I'm not talking about just people like me that plays and grinds the game 24 seven. I'm also talking about like average players and people that play a little bit less than average. Yeah. Because if you just do things the right way, no matter what level you are actually. If you just grind the right way, um then you can earn from Duke's Voyages for example, the previous update we could earn a million a day from 7 hours grind. Wow. Uh, and anyone could buy those voyages. Yeah. No legend or not. So I think it's just all about the knowledge behind it on how you do things. Mm. Um, and a million a day, that took us almost like yeah, half a year. Then I had my first million when the game released. Yeah, A, a, a um, castaway cost uh costed 19 gold before in the past. It's many times over that now. So... Um, and the more, the easier access you have on loot um, and gold and how much it's getting buffed right now and how everything is free from Duke Yeah, uh, I feel like it's been a little scary zone when it comes to the inflation with Sea of Thieves but, mm-hmm. uh, so I have reported a lot of that in, I've done a lot of Sea Science with the gold and how much you can earn per minute because it's not about like how much you earn per day because everybody have their different time of playing. Not everybody can play as much as the streamers for yeah. example. Um, so I think it's really actually healthy. I know a lot of people have complained that you don't really earn as much with the, uh, Duke's voyages, and you don't earn any doubloons from it. But then again, you just need to jump two times to get a Reaper's chest. Deliver that in, and you can buy an or yeah, and you can buy mm-hmm. a new voyage. Um, so yeah,
0: I've also and you get
1: awesome cosmetics from it.
0: Yeah, so let's dive into that. We when you when you earn the fifty for uh, villainous skulls for the chalice, I believe, and the gunpowder. Uh, the the Athena mega kegs and stuff. You get the um, the ghostly cannon, the ghostly capstan, and the ghostly uh, wheel, and all of this, all these cosmetics look like they're the exact ones from the Fairy of the Damned. Um, is this? Do you think this is the right way to go for uh, us kind of getting these? Because I I think my I think my main concern right now is when this update ends, I don't know how available this voyage is going to be. And unless they change how Athena voyages work, where they rework it so that it's not Gold Hoarder, Order of Souls, and Merchant Alliance, it's actually like this uh, stuff that you get from the Thieves' Haven, I, I kind of worry how easy it's going to be for pirates who didn't get a chance to grind out these Thief Haven voyages, um, to, to be able to earn enough of those items to get those mm. those skulls. So do do you think this is the mm. right way about uh, the right way for them to go about ge- giving people these or, or, or are you worried about the voyage disappearing once once this update changes? Not over? at all. No, uh,
1: and we will have the option of buying that voyage later. It's also in the patch notes okay. uh, Also, the if you also look at your commendations when new commendations comes out it would say time limited or not right? Uh, of course some things will be more difficult to grind through like how further away you are from that specific update Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, like the Ashen uh, Chest and the uh, Ritual Skull, you have the possibility to buy it in Duke's uh, shop later on, and that will be the option also, Um, I think, most likely. I'm pretty sure it is in the patch note, and uh, yeah, we will be able to access the voyage later again.
0: Do you think now is the best time to start working on that, or should should people hold off until some of the the heat kind of simmers down from Thieves Haven when not everyone and their mom is like out there digging for for kegs and and chalices and stuff.
1: I would say as soon as an update comes out, dive in for it. In the end of the month, the two weeks in the end of the month before a new update comes out, it's always when things calms down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But there are so many people that goes for the tall tale, grinding out the tall tale. So it's actually not as heated uh, with this update around Thieves Haven at the moment. Uh, some ships come in now and then, but it's more. It's not that heated as other updates. But I would just say, as soon as an update comes out and you have the access for the voyages, go in for it. Just dive in for it, because that's how you can earn a lot of it even if it's a lot of combat you still earn a lot more then i don't know if they're going to make the voyage more expensive after this uh update yeah or how that's going to work but it's always the big focus on the update on the cosmetics on the um items at the first month because that's when everything is hyped up yeah uh so you, I would guess we have a special price now because it's a focus right now. So I have no idea if they're going to buff the doubloons on it later. So I would just dive into it.
0: And kind of speaking about uh, jumping in on, on things when it's, and it's new and it's hot, we also got a new weekly update. Uh, we, we had the, the hunters call that went on for a couple weeks where people could go and fish up the ruby splash tails and the trophy fish uh, to get the, the different commendations and the, the doubloons and stuff for that but right now we actually have and there's I'm looking at the clock at the time of us recording we've got 4 days, 14 hours 10 minutes and 50 seconds before this update ends and it's the, the anniversary to the hungering deep so between let's see March 19th and March 26th they will have uh, a different event that happens every 24 hours it looks like um, and if you do this not only will you get credit for doing it and it's easy stuff right now the the first, day all you had to do was go out to reaper's hideout and read a journal the second day was deliver a piece of shark meat the third day or today was just kill a shark with a barrel and tomorrow it's going to be defeating a megalodon so how, how do you feel about these weekly events are you happy that they're coming in do you think they need to be pushing these to the into the actual game or is the website enough
1: Oh, uh, it, it would be really nice to actually have it in the game because not everybody think about what's going on on the website. Mm-hmm. But also, it's going to also attract more people to actually check out the website. So I guess it's a little bit marketing behind it too. Mm-hmm. But I am the kind of person that I love everything that goes on in-game and less wanting to go out of the game to figure out things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But then again... For the uh, daily stuff and weekly stuff, I think it's really needed for especially for the gap of the the two last weeks of every monthly update when things dies out a little bit of course it's uh, it's still a lot of people playing more than ever, yeah, but you can you can feel the difference of the hype the two first weeks, especially the first week and then it goes a little bit down the two uh last weeks yeah so I think it's really needed to like keep some actions going on and and keep keep the um players busy have more things to do reasons to jump back in because not everybody have like long-term goals Mm -hmm. um especially for those who who play a couple of hours a day and
0: so on do you prefer a week or two weeks for these for the weekly events
1: um i think week is good yeah uh and then because they have uh daily things within the week mm-hmm. so i think that's fine and, the- and i also like it when cosmetics are rare for certain people like you have a time limited and you got to go for it and then you can have something special to be excited about than some people some other people don't have so yeah
0: and speaking of special, uh, the the reward for completing this week's uh, Hungry and Deep anniversary is not only 1500 gold for the people that may already have the cosmetic when it first came out a couple of years ago, but the drum, uh, the Hungry and Deep drum is actually being made available to anyone who kills three Megalodons uh, during the course of this, this weekly update. Um, how do you feel about this previously exclusive cosmetic being reissued to pirates who may have missed out on it?
1: Oof, this is a heated topic. <laughs> Some people really dislike it because they want the special thing and they were part of something that was really special in the part. Yeah. And then the other, and but honestly, yes, it's really rare. But then again, if it's a short period of time and people do the effort to actually get in and play the game, I honestly don't mind it Mm -hmm. because it's still going to be rare because it's just a short amount of time. That's what I mean by having a short amount of time. So some people get it, it's still special uh, and then move on to something else because not everybody's going to have it if it's a short amount of time. And then people feel special about some cosmetics they have and some cosmetics others don't have but they have something else yeah um so yeah it needs to be special it needs to be rare it needs to be maybe tough to get Mm -hmm. uh, and then people feel better about it It's more exciting to have it
0: do you think that rare should have recolored this drum to differentiate it between the original one and this one
1: no uh, I'm honestly not the biggest fan of recoloring things, mm-hmm. um, but I know there's a lot of different opinions on this, because uh, people that actually did the effort and so on, when it uh, the event was actually out, they wanted to be like solid special for them, and yeah. I get that, uh, but no, I, I actually don't have such a big opinion on that part.
0: No. So one thing that i i was talking with some friends with and uh one of the things that came up um actually i was talking with uh, captain Balzania about this because it was it is kind of a hot topic we we if you were there for the hungering deep this was the main cosmetic that you got it was the introduction of the drum and we we earned the newest the newest looking cosmetic, the most unique cosmetic at the time. And the fact that it's being released now is, is enough for a lot of people to justify that this is not necessarily something that should be re-released or at the very least be something that's different because it it takes away from the uniqueness of having it from when you were around. It would be like if they were to release a, a day one patch and just have it say day two. Or, or, but it wouldn't. It would be yeah. slightly different. So, for me, I, I personally don't mind this being re-released. Uh, I don't mind that it's the same color because you, you, you're, you were absolutely right. You have a week to do it, and if you miss out on it, then it's still gone. It's still, still limited. Uh, if, if I'm speaking to the people that are upset about this, I would just remind them that. While uh, and and I could be absolutely wrong on this, I I'm pretty sure I I don't think you can get the Hungering Deep, uh, tattoo set anywhere else. I think that that is still exclusive if I remember correctly. So,
1: and it's same with the figurehead. You have the uh, normal figurehead from the Hungering Deep, and then you have a recolored like a special one. Yeah, that you also could buy. That's true. From the Hungering Deep.
0: Yeah, so yeah. while the drum may be something that is coming back for people as an anniversary gift for those that, that kill three megalodons before the 26th, there are still things that are exclusive to the Hungering One event uh, that, that people can still pick up on. So I, I know this is something that I think a lot of people are going to be uh, upset about, but I, I definitely think <laughs> that at the end of the day, the goal of of this was to drive player interaction people going out to try and kill uh megalodons to to kind of reinvigorate uh some of the past events and i don't know about you but this has definitely been something that has been on my wish list for a long long time i have been wanting (laughs) them to go back and because i mean Skeleton thrones are still one of my main things I harp on. They're in the game. No one does them. Most people don't know what (laughs) they were for. And if you didn't play the game during July or June, when they came out, you were just like, I, I don't even understand what this is for. It's just a it's just another <laughs> thing on a list of of checkboxes. So, and to try and get another crew out to sit on one of the big ones at like Shipwreck Bay is is nigh impossible. So, this is something I've been wanting. This is something that uh, I definitely do agree should be pushed out to the the actual game so people are aware of it uh mm. the way i look at it is i feel like this is kind of a test they're testing uh, a 2 week event and how people like that and they're testing a 1 week event to see how that goes and if people find it mm-hmm. if they do it and it goes well enough then this is something that they could very easily start s- recycling a lot of the old yes. bilge rat adventures you know the lanterns the beacons the the skeleton thrones the Gunpowder Skellies, if, if they made a, a week where Gunpowder Skellies could run again uh, and run faster than you, I think that would be a really entertaining uh, event mm. to have those guys <laughs> start. <Panic. laughs> it was something that was really freaky that July. That was a, a really scary time. Yeah. You know, so, but we, we had a lot of fun when it came out. Um, mm. And I'm kind of hoping that stuff like that kind of continues on. Uh, so, yeah. With, with Sea of Thieves' two-year anniversary, um, how, overall, like we aren't getting a, a big update like we did last year when we had the, the whole Tall Tale system and the arena and the, the, the harpoons and eventually the pets and stuff. So how do you feel about this year where a lot of the content that we've we've gotten is kind of been stuff that they've slowly been feeding to us over the last six to eight months?
1: Well, uh, without spoiling or breaking NDA, right. uh, and Joe have said uh, in his, one of his um, uh, weekly stream updates before that what is in game right now is nothing compared to the future. <laughs> so there's for example now we have a huge uh, overhaul a, a remake or whatever is happening with the sword and weapons right yeah they have said that they announced it and i feel like it's just so many things and changes that are gonna happen uh so i feel like it's just one thing is to adapt but then it's another thing to put down the work get on insider um Report things in if it's anything you disagree with because there's so many that are talking 99% are talking about all the issues and things that are going on and want to fix. Uh, get an insider reported in and you might get that fixed on but there are like content wise. oof, it's just, I'm so excited for the future and that's also why I'm just like still so addicted to the game. Um... Uh, but yeah, it's just, I just enjoy so many parts of the game and I just want more. And that's, yeah, I guess what I can say.
0: So the, so having, not having a two year isn't too bad just because of how, how much you already still kind of enjoy playing day to day, but you're right. Uh, if, if people haven't gotten into insiders, uh, I mean, you, you earn 3000 gold a week for three weeks, just playing for an hour in insiders and then you earn the silver blade cosmetics uh the fourth week Yeah. so besides actually earning gold in game for helping test the game it's it's hard not to want to talk about the stuff that's coming in and i i had put a put away the insiders for quite a while just because i didn't want to get too spoiled on stuff but y- you're right there is there are some extremely contentious issues that are in this update that a lot of people are getting into some heated arguments about some
1: heated yeah heated discussions how things should be done how many bugs every update blah 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 but i feel like there's a lot of talk. There is so much talk. And I have been starting to say like, okay, just adapt for the for the um, moment. But then that gets uh, criticized as well because people like, oh, people saying they're adapting. You should adapt. And then they get like really annoyed on that part. Yeah. But then again, how much work, how much reporting, how much do you actually do yourself to try to fix it? Yep. Like you can help. You can help Rare actually having some light on the situation. And then people who do report, I've had a lot of people coming to me, yeah, well, they don't re- read the reports. How do you know if they re- read it or not? Because there's a lot of things that have been yeah. um, just also in game that have been reported in by a few people and it's been fixed. It's just some issues also takes time because you uh, like, I don't know much about technology and stuff. There's so many chefs and so many uh, people that talk as if they know everything but things takes time yeah and and should have that patient of course yes do adapt to the situation but do your part in reporting in uh, if you really have an issue with it uh, uh light it up like not just talk about it, but also report about it, so it might get a chance to actually get fixed.
0: it's it's true. and And you're one hundred percent right. and and that's that should go across the board, even if it's not something that's in insiders. If there's something that is in the game that you you are unhappy about, the the regular forums, not just the insiders, are a place that mm. are reviewed regularly. and i and I know I know personally because I've spoken to the staff that those things are constantly read on, uh, constantly re- like checked in on. I know I was, uh, hopefully he doesn't mind this, but I was talking to Mike uh, the other day, uh, Mike Chapman, and he was telling me that, that he was actually staying up much later recently uh, to try and keep up on the forums to make sure that replies were were being sent out so that people were getting good information about a lot of the stuff that's that's intended to come out in the in the coming future, but. Um, to kind of talk about combat balance, uh, just for a little bit, because I've definitely chatted with, with a lot of folks. Um, but I do want to hear your opinion. How do you feel about combat in its current state? And what do you typically use when you are fighting other people?
1: uh i love sword i really love love sword combat Mm -hmm. but that is broken in many parts also i feel like it's getting to the point where it's getting so nerfed that you can't really uh have a wide uh combat selection or a way like tactical plan or how do i call it um How much you can do with a sword. Mm -hmm. Can't find the word right now. How much you can grow skill based with a sword because they creep a lot of parts where you can actually get better at things. Yeah. Uh, and for example, uh, I'm kind of satisfied with Blundy now. I'm, I know there's still some <laughs> complaints about Blundy because it one shots. Yeah. But that is the part with the Blundy. Don't get close to the Blundy because you know what it can do.
0: <laughs> That's kind of um, hard. That's kind of hard when people are, <laughs> are able to, to jump on you and, and get a bead. I, I felt yeah. like an idiot the other day because I, I was on a guy's ship. Uh, I dropped anchor and I was about to s- sword swipe him. I missed, and I'm just sitting there looking him in the face, and I'm like, oh, this is going to suck. And he hit me with a blunder, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I should have backed off. I should." You knew
1: that was going to happen.
0: <laughs> shouldn't have sword-lunched. I shouldn't have open, opened myself off. Um, but you've – you so how do you feel – because you you talked about getting used to the blundie and, and it being kind of a one-shot. Do you think that that's a, a fair – thing do you think that having uh having yes. that as as one shot should should stay in the ground then so that's that's for sure yes okay
1: and i know a lot of people will hit on me for saying it <laughs> but what i would like to say to people don't get stuck up on one weapon mm-hmm. don't only use one weapon cuz every weapon uh you have different reasons for using every weapon they have different like um for example sniper pistol range yeah. And then blundy, when you know you're facing a blundy, you know you should keep your distance. Or blundy can be, I, I only use blundy if it's, I use double gun, sniper, mm-hmm. and blundy. Uh, you have range, you have close range, and you also have the knockback on it. But I mostly use blundy if people are boarding me or, yeah. and sword, because then you can just one tap them. Yeah. But it's like you have to. Uh, you have to change your situation you have to adapt in like switching depending on how skilled the, cr- the other crew is how what kind of weapon they're using mm-hmm. and how much they're uh Uh, being aggressive with it or passive with it or like defensive with it yeah so i think you also if if you're only good with one set of weapon you're gonna get issues or situations where you have problems fighting one type of crew or one type of weapon against you yeah so try to switch out depending on um the enemy crew you're fighting i think that depends a lot and then blundy isn't that much of a issue you just need to keep it distant and then just use double guns and uh, range
0: weapons how do you feel about the the blunder bomb and how that f- how that fits into combat right now
1: oof i think it's a little bit too op
0: <laughs> really so th-
1: it's uh yeah
0: blunder is fine but know. but not in a throwable manner
1: Yes, because it depending on the, how fast you can throw them. You have to, for example, an, uh, you have pistol, right? right? It does 50% damage, just as much as a direct hit with a Blundie Bomb. Um, but the reload speed of the pistol, uh, it takes slower to fire two pistol shots than throwing two Blundie Bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's, I don't know, yeah.
0: Still, so, still a little strong for what you'd like. So, do you?
1: Yeah. Would you
0: want them to reduce the damage then? In that case,
1: I think the knockback damage uh, and also how easy it is to hoard up on these things. Like, I feel like the fire bomb, the chain shot, uh, and the blunder bomb. Uh, like how easy, how available they are. That needs to be nerfed. They need to be more rare, like cursed cannibals. Because okay. that's like I feel like Blunderbomb is the new meta with just boarding someone and you just throw tons of firebomb um yeah. Blender bombs and then you get on the boat. It's not much.
0: Yeah. So do you think uh because typically, and, and I know you, you already know this, but for, for people that may not know, typically when an update comes out, if there is, say, like cursed cannonballs or firebombs, at the beginning of the update uh, or, or throughout the, the course of the update, we'll typically see an increase of those because they want people to find them, they want people to play around and experiment with them and get used to how that works. Um, once the update switches over... Do you anticipate that the blender bomb or that the blendy bombs will kind of uh, be harder to find in and make it a little less of, a, of an issue when you're coming up against a crew?
1: I don't think they will be harder to find now because the fire bombs have been uh just as available as the update day of it uh, mm-hmm. so I don't think so, mm-hmm. and I also don't think they should also we should spawn with it like when you start the game, you'll already have a few yeah um uh, blunder bombs, chain shots, and fire bombs on their boat. I think they need to be more rare, so it switches up uh the combat to more of the original fighting or like the mm-hmm. cannibals actually boarding again and so on. It's just so much uh, cursed cannibals and uh, blunderbombs bombs and fire bombs. It's just a little bit too much of it, I think. It takes away the main part of the fighting okay. uh, and cannoning the ships. Yeah.
0: So uh, I guess in that case, I want to pose an idea to you that's um, kind of a culmination of everything that we've chatted about with the game in its current state um we don't have a reusable gold sink and this is something that anyone that listens to the show knows i harp on but i love getting different opinions about it because it's something that if i can have more people uh be be uh, have like a um uh, an idea of what i'm proposing then it's it's something that might actually come to the game but I would like for there to be a way for you to be able to purchase a, a storage crate um, when you log in. Mm. Now, it's I, I, I'm i totally open to the idea of it being completely empty or it being something that has supplies in it, but I feel like we need something that when you spawn in, you can actually dump gold into to stock up your ship. Uh, so say in, in an event, You don't have a whole lot of time, but you want to get out on the seas. And if you come up across another crew, you may have the supplies, but you may not have the skill. And skill will always trump uh, 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 how much you have when you're actually playing, just by nature of of people being better at the game and knowing how to play. Do you think having something like that in the game would uh, be a good way for us to have like a gold sink to try and keep inflation rates down for for cosmetics and for items and stuff?
1: Uh, I don't think... uh, I don't think it would honestly make a difference in that way because uh, surgeries are very common to come across. Mm -hmm. But then again, I think it would be more leaning towards the pay-to-win part because it's so often... When, if, for example, if you sink, right? Yeah. If you have fought and you sunk, um, you have a disadvantage of getting back into the to the fight. So having like stacking up on uh, some supplies quickly before you get into combat again to mm-hmm. face the the crew, you already have, I guess, a slight disadvantage to because you already sunk. Then yes, I can see a reason for it. But then again, stacking up on supplies, it's like you you pay a little bit to have like an extra advantage. That's I would say. So that's to have like a little extra.
0: So to to kind of counter that that point, uh a lot of the times if you do sink, you generally don't spawn at an outpost. Uh, you generally spawn at a random island where you, you could actually find, say like a rowboat or a storage crate that might have some supplies. Uh mm. So I I kind of counter that that you know you you may be able to respawn and be able to buy more storage crates with supplies in them, but um, that the you would you would intentionally have to go to an outpost unless you were already near one or got lucky on the respawn. Hmm. The the main reason why I, I keep pushing for it really tries to reduce the amount of time to sail because. Uh, there is there is a an essence of um wanting to get all the supplies on your own you know taking the time to actually supply your ship before you set sail to be properly prepared so I wonder like if if it's possible just to buy an empty storage crate from the merchant alliance when you log in and that way you can just kind of run around and collect whatever's already on the outpost and be able to set sail and say set the set the cost of the the storage crate to something simple like five thousand gold so it's not inaccessible to newer players but not uh a a measly amount of gold for older players um would something Mm. like that be be something you'd be okay with or or do you still have issue
1: um i think there's so many parts to think about when it comes to it because it takes a lot of the because sailing is a big part of the game i know this would be really helpful though for people who don't have the amount of time to play the game as many of us, or some of us other have. Mm -hmm. So I could definitely see the reasons for those who struggle finding time to play the game. Because they're busy with real life stuff. But then again, uh, a lot of the sailing, a lot of the farming up, uh, spending a lot of time in the game, Mm -hmm. uh, I think that when they actually spend a lot of time in the game and then they farm up on these things, they should have that little advantage. Especially, like, I feel like when... Uh, my situation, though, I usually hoard up on a lot of loot, right? Yeah. A lot of loot on a boat. So the longer we are in the server, the more kind of secure or safe we are because we have stacked up on a lot of supplies mm-hmm. throughout the day. So then... um having another ship encounter us we know we're kind of okay we're loaded we're good to defend our ground uh because we do have played for a while so if people would have free access to certain things or easier farm ups uh they would get on that quick stage just where we are at because even if they played less in the game so and that's from my point of view though right being a long time in the server. So I can, and a lot of the sailing part, actually finding things, like uh, encountering things. I think that's also a huge part of, like, enjoying the game. Mm -hmm. But for quick sessions, yes, I can see reason for it. Definitely. Mm. Because a lot of the the getting supplies, it does take time. It takes a lot of, well, it doesn't take a lot of times when you go to some uh, outposts and seaposts. But then again, I do play many hours of the game, so I don't see it as a big issue. Right. But I can definitely see it as a problem or something that is needed or wanted for people that play um, the game less or a few hours a day.
0: So kind of yes, kind of no in, in that aspect. You, you...
1: Yeah. I feel like I need to try it out, see it, uh, play with it to actually like have a proper... Um, opinion on it kind of
2: yeah
0: well that's that's really fair I mean that's what I think a lot of us want is if anything just an opportunity to to try different stuff out um, mm. kind of th- thank you so much for for joining me on this I, I really appreciate yeah, it you. Um, I do have like just two two quick questions I want to ask what is your favorite island and why is it not crooked masts <laughs>
1: well why would you say why is it not crooked mast
0: i just assume everyone else loves it because i absolutely hate it so i imagine if if anyone has to love an island it's going to be
1: oh. exactly
0: the one that i hate so but what i
1: if, love crooked mast
0: yeah <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> because that's just because of the uh, uh quick access to animals you get that's the only thing. Yeah, all the because th- you can farm up on a lot of animals, bloody snakes, uh, a lot of food that way. Stupid yeah, snakes, all the everywhere. snakes, hate them. But <laughs> my favorite island, as in like visual, like how pretty it is, or something. Uh, I don't think I have one. I just have blacklisted islands. I
0: think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's a blacklisted like, island?
1: All right. It is Old Faithful, Plunder Valley. Why? uh, Yeah, I hate them. It's just, it's the tearing, like the parts where you dig and so on. It's so similar to many other places. So you get confused.
0: That's why you spend more time there. You spend more time. That's why you just want to cancel the voyage. Move the frick on with your life. No. (laughs) Yes. You have to adapt. (laughs) You have to adapt. No. You have to spend more time there.
1: No. <laughs> I can only adapt so much.
0: All right. And then and I feel like this is, I feel like I already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What's your favorite trading company? Uh, none of them. None of them? You don't like any of <laughs> the trading? Of I was going to. Was... No,
1: because I never use them.
0: Well, true, but you could still have a favorite if you don't use them.
1: All right, I'm going to say fishing to piss off a lot of people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I was sure you were yeah. going to say gold hoarder just because of how much gold you like, but I, I...
1: Well, I guess, per like, if you view me as a character in that way, yes, farming gold is my favorite. Though I love the lore part, so maybe leaning towards Tolltale when it comes to exploring and adventuring things. That doesn't... No. But then again, I love... I love Hunter's Call, uh, uh, I love the Merchant Alliance in the beginning for the most of the time, because you earn actually more, you earn more <laughs> gold from animals and cargo. So, you see what I mean? Why I don't have a favorite?
0: Yeah yeah it's, it's, so really the your favorite trade company is gold that's that's what i'm getting yes. here <laughs> Gold. The, the trading company that gets you the most gold i appreciate that yes. <laughs> well Kaida, thank you so much for for joining me for this i i really appreciate it um it's it's still it's so much a pleasure to get to watch you but uh for for folks that wow. haven't gotten a chance to watch you where can they find your stream
1: uh, on Twitch yes Kyder Rath on Twitch uh, and I am uh, going to in the future now soon to start up YouTube but Twitch is where I belong I guess oh nice yes.
0: awesome so you've got a cu- couple different places that people can catch you and if they want to join your uh, your discord I'll, I'll see if I can get a, a link for that for the show notes so they can come and uh, make sure that they know when you're going live and, and interact with your your friends and fans and community <laughs> All right, Pirates, that's going to do it for this week's episode. I did get an email uh, a little late. Uh, for recording this unfortunately um, from Bad Trevor Black who is the Kraken Hunter and Pirate Legend. I have his first mace log and I want to make sure I get some time in next week so I'm going to make sure that uh, I try to get a chance to read that for you all it's a good story and I want to make sure that it gets into the podcast if you have a story and you'd like to share it feel free to do so you can always email me at c-a-p-t-l-o-g-u-n at gmail.com you can always message me on Twitter at uh, what is my Twitter C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N you can always join the kill Hall Discord uh, you can always write your message in the YouTube comments uh, make sure you follow on Spotify if you're listening there so you make sure you know when the episodes are going out and do there's always the reviews. You can always leave a review on respective services if they offer that. Just to give people an idea of what I do, what I've been trying to do to, to make sure that you guys are not only informed but uh, opinions from the community as well. Because it's it's more than just my thoughts and theories on what's coming along. I want to make sure that I'm getting more of the community involved so that they have an outlet if if maybe they aren't maybe they are listening to someone else and and uh, uh they want to share their stories about it and and this is a good medium for that so Pirates, I've got a couple uh, interviews that are coming up in the the next few weeks. A couple people that I'm really excited to to get on the show if if uh, everything works out. Um, one of them being another community member, and then one of them being uh, another Rare employee. So as long as things go smoothly, uh, we should have some fun. Again, Pirates, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I had a good time speaking with Kaida. I'll have links to her content uh, as well as her community in the show notes if you want to join in and spend some time with her there and i think that's going to do it pirates thank you i love you and i look forward to sailing with you on the sea of thieves I really hope you're still washing your feet.